Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Money come for another podcast for Irish Tech News. I'm here with Ishmael Ahmed from World Remit. How's it going, Ishmael? Yeah, great. So just a bit of background, because now you, you, you're a person who came as a migrant from abroad over over to the UK, and you've suddenly become one of the top influencers in the black community. How did that come about? Um, first, I mean, I come from a country where remittances account for as much as 40% of uh, GDP, yeah. so international remittances was something I've always been interested in even before I left home uh, uh, I used to uh, family used to receive remittances so yeah. my brother used to work in the Gulf and so on and so on. When I came to the UK to study initially I came here to the UK to study at the University of London I became a sender whereas before we were receiving remittances yeah. and that was when I uh, got first hand uh, experience of what hard working migrants go through what they try to send money back home, yeah. the cost is, and inconveniences of sending money. And that, that, that was what led me to think about a better ways of sending money, something that was more convenient, uh, easier, cheaper. And, and, that, and that moment came when some of the successful mobile money services uh, were launched in Africa, in Kenya, where I yeah. used to, where I was working for the UN. Yeah. Uh, that was when I saw how new trends, uh, the, uh, how technology could help change how a very old industry, uh, which has been offline, yeah. could be moved to, to, to digital. You know that in Africa at the moment, people that haven't got bank accounts yeah. can are now using mobile devices to, to share and send money, which is game-changing, whereas in, in, in Europe we haven't done that more so yeah. compared to them. Absolutely. And, and in fact, we, we talk about it and say they, Africa in particular has leapfrogged, and so they are ahead of us in terms of how digital transactions work. And, you know, today, economies that are closest to cashless are no, are no longer in Europe, they yeah. are in, in, in East Africa. I mean, a classic case is my home country, Somaliland, yeah. where, which has one of the world's most successful mobile money services. Most successful in the sense of how frequently people use the mobile money service. Uh, the uh, capital city, Hargeisa, could claim to be the closest to a cashless economy anywhere in yeah. the world. Because once uh, you set up a mobile money account you wouldn't need to touch cash yeah. and I was I went back uh, last year for holidays uh, for, for, for three weeks and it was the first time in my life that for about three month, uh, three weeks I had not touched cash at all yeah. uh, the same in Kenya the same in Uganda Rwanda you know intensity is growing Ghana so Africa leads and we're really seeing uh, that shift towards the cashless economy and, and often we're talking about when we say uh, Mobile money. People probably think more of Apple Pay or card-based yeah. uh, uh, systems. No, we're talking about somebody with a basic feature phone, where the mobile number becomes the account number, and 
and then they use that just like a bank account. But the, but the additional advantage in that house is that you can then use to make payments, transfer funds to shops, individuals, yeah. you can store your money, and it can do a lot more than what you can do with your bank account. And also, I guess, because years ago, you were talking about cash society, people see you make credit cards where you got in debt. With this, you actually have money, but it's not physical. Exactly. And, and it's also better for the you know shops, the merchants, because, I mean, here, you know, uh, we use card scheme, you know, Visa, MasterCard, which are prohibitively expensive for yeah. shops because they charge, particularly startups, as much as 25 to 3%. Yeah. Um, people who are doing transactions, whether they are sharing money with individual or business, it's the same. And the money is transferred between one mobile account number to another. And often some of them are completely free, or the chance are minimal. Yeah. And the advantage, particularly for businesses, and here we, we talk about the fintech conferences, that the shop gets the money instantly. It's yeah. a far better than cash because sometimes to use the cash you collected to make payments, you need to put that money to a bank account. Yeah. With mobile money, as soon as somebody pays you, you can then use that money to uh, buy something without actually physically going somewhere and then so on. So you have to look at cash. So yeah. it's uh, cheaper, more convenient, safer for both the uh, individuals and, and businesses. And also, I guess, because, because basically they're, they're actually using these, they know the money is in, in the account, less fraud, and also when you go and buy from a vending machine, mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about have you got any, any, any money. You yeah. can just go and do and use it. Yeah, I mean, I, I used the example of I live in, live in London and, uh, you know, every time when I, during the weekends, try to take my car for one of those, uh, you know, to, 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 to wash the car, I often forgot to collect cash. Yeah. Because the person who's doing the, the, the car wash doesn't have the... The, 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 the system to accept cards because yeah. of the complexity. You need an acquiring bank, you need an issuing bank. You, you, with all that complexity of uh, accepting cards yeah. and the charge involved in uh, collecting payments. Uh, when I did the same uh, back home, yeah. uh, I was able to transfer somebody to the amount and the person was able to get the money instantly. Yeah. So it's really that, that's the advantage. And, uh, I've seen before in Africa they got like a very basic, a very basic dumb phone. Yeah. They can use that words over here. We're thinking to do this. You gotta have a smartphone, and you don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the and, and and the even the cars we use, Apple Pay, don't really make huge difference uh, to our lives. But uh, some of the technological innovations in Africa are transforming people, the way people uh, live, yeah. operate, and those are really technological innovations that are having. Uh, huge impact on uh, people who previously were unbanked, who were literally saving their money under the under yeah. the mattress, yeah. And those are now, for the first time, accessing uh, financial services. Um, so certainly, those are the ones that are really transforming the lives of those uh, people who use those uh, services. Yeah, and uh, is your main market Africa, or you plan to No, we've got a global. Yeah. Where, Water mid sends remittances from 50 countries uh, to uh, about 150 countries. Uh, we're, we're headquartered in London. Uh, you know, one of the most we're one of the most global fintech players. Yeah. Uh, 
in, in the world, uh, raised more than $200 million. Uh, and, uh, and currently we process uh, about $1.1 million transactions a month. We send money to Latin America, Africa, Asia. In fact, our largest uh, receive markets are Philippines. Yeah. Because Filipinos are in every one of our you know, sending countries, uh, yeah. including Ireland. Ireland yeah. was one of our first markets after we launched the UK. Uh, so we have a lot of customers who send money from uh, Ireland. And Ireland is also one of our received markets because yeah. of the Irish diaspora. You know, uh, Irish diaspora are everywhere in all our major markets. So, so you're trying to become the new basic Western Union? Well, the digital version of the uh, kind of a Western Union. Western Union is a traditional yeah. uh, company where, you know, still, you know, their transactions are largely some money yeah. going to an ATM, collecting cash, and then um, going to a, you know, corner shop yeah. to pay for the transactions. For us, uh, customers use our app, yeah. and with a few clicks, uh, a few tabs, they can um, transfer anything from a few dollars to a large amount. And how secure and transparent is it? The, the cost of the, the way we do uh, acquire our customers, yeah. you know, if you compare, I mean, you mentioned Western Union. Uh, Western Union, MoneyGram, the traditional players rely on independent agents yeah. who do the you know, customer due diligence, yeah. or what they call know your customer. Yeah. Um, but those are not their staff, so they effectively outsourcing the what we call the know your customer yeah. compliance to people who are independent agents who are doing money transfers inside yeah. business. For us, we own our customers; they come to us, and we set the requirements uh, that we uh, that meet or exceed the regulated requirements. And in, in today's world. We capture a lot of data that helps us to detect fraud, prevent fraud. Yeah. We are connected to credit reference agencies like Experian, Equifax, or similar ones in other countries that allows us to seamlessly identify our customers. Yeah, so so we built that capability over the last seven, eight years. And again, GDPR has become big for you guys as well. For, I mean, GDPR is a major issue for companies that were not regulated. We've all, you know, yeah. we're regulated in Europe, uh, USA, where we have to get individual yeah. state licenses, uh, in Australia, New Zealand, and all those markets. So, so we, you know, uh, for us, GDPR has not really made, made a major change to the way we operate yeah. uh, because of the, the uh, data protection regulations, you know, or the way our market transmitter licenses operate. I think it was a headache for technology companies that were unregulated. Yeah. And what's your plan for the next five years? We'll, we'll build a large independent business, so I think in the, in the next few years we are thinking about uh, you know, considering a, a potential IPO. But at the moment we're really focused on growing uh, business. I think we're still, uh, we're still at the early stage, we're really growing fast. Yeah. Uh, we've got about 600 people, uh, of which about close to 400 are based in London. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, and given the, the given the fact that our industry is moving from cash to digital, yeah. and we are 
uh, we're seeing acceleration market. However, Brexit is that going to affect the way you do business or not? Um, I think we're, I mean we're very global, so our, more than our 80 percent of our revenues come from outside the UK. Yeah. So from from that perspective, I think for us uh, as a global business, it doesn't have as you know the, the same impact as uh, many other companies that are heavily reliant on the uh, UK UK you know revenue revenues coming from the UK. But of course, I mean if uh, you know, uh, we get a hard Brexit, we would uh, consider uh, setting up subsidiary in one of the other you know, remaining EA countries. Like so, maybe Dublin. Maybe, maybe. So, I mean, Ireland's one of the markets yeah. we'll be considering, yes, in case of hard Brexit. I've seen a few people in the UK decide they could open an office in Dublin to cope with uh, EU clients. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so, we, we, Ireland's one of the markets we'll be considering, yes, for instance. And uh, anything else like that? Um, I think that, 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 that's covered. Okay, thanks very much for that and uh, have a great day. No, thank you. Thanks.